is bringing uh, quality um, opportunities for our citizens uh, to obtain, achieve their goals that they want to see in their lives. Welcome to the Southside Show, your local news and information source for Atlanta's Southside. Welcome to the Southside Show. I'm your host, Artie Jones III. The Southside Show will introduce you to talented individuals, visionary leaders, innovative entrepreneurs, and game changers that make a Southside strong. Today's guest is Mr. Maceo Rogers, who serves as the Economic Development Director for the City of East Point. How are you doing, Maceo? I'm doing great, Artie. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. All right. Super. Well, um, thank you for coming here um, to the Southside Show to kind of update us on what's going on with the City of East Point and kind of talk to us about a, a couple of your uh, personal pursuits that I'm well aware of since, you know, <laughs> we've known each other. It seems as though that every time I look up, you have another talent. You, you're, um, doing a lot of, you know, you're doing a lot of great things, things that I would like to aspire to do one day. But um, first, let's go into the City of East Point. The last time I was talking to you, you know, you had some projects that was going on in the downtown area. Mm -hmm. um, also, you guys were doing a lot of film work with sure. uh, local, um, with um, a lot of productions. Mm -hmm. Kind of talk to us about what's going on with the city of East Point. Very good, thank you, and uh, it's great to be here. This is a super opportunity, and always enjoy um, uh, when I have a chance to share some of the great things that are going on. Uh, in the city of East Point. Uh, just from a programmatic end, uh, of course, we, you know, we were the recipients of a 2019 Brownsville Award through the EPA, which uh, mm -hmm. uh, warranted $300,000 in um, uh, citywide assessment. Uh, so we've been able to do uh, some phase ones as well as phase two um, remediations uh, throughout the, uh, the city, uh, various projects that we're working on. Uh, in addition uh, to that same year, 2019, we were all also the recipient of the Food Well Alliance uh, mm -hmm. Urban Agriculture um, um, uh, Award, which uh, netted $150,000 overall. Since then, you know, we've gotten uh, an additional $250,000 through the uh, USDA. Um, uh, what we've done up to this point is that we've uh, established a, a LEFEC program, uh, which is a local food uh, ecosystem commission board, uh, which uh, guides policy program initiatives that they want to see uh, happening within the city. And uh, of course, it allows us a chance to educate the citizens on how to grow their own fresh food, vegetables, fruit, that sort of thing. Um, and of course, you know, we've been able to do um, numerous workshops, uh, educational workshops, as well as a couple of uh, bucket garden workshops. And of course, this allows those that are interested to go from start to finish on how to not only plant their, their food, but how to cultivate and grow it. And so those are some exciting initiatives. Now, of course, we have uh, two tax allocation districts, uh, one here out in the east in the Camp Creek Marketplace area. That allocation district has been retired, which I'm uh, pleased to say. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, um, um, ahead of time. 
And we have now the uh, corridors tag, which is primarily involves our downtown uh, business district and some other areas. Uh, that is where a new project uh, we're focused on, which is known as the Commons, will be going into. And so we're very excited about that. Hopefully that project will be, uh, well, I should say it's on target to have its groundbreaking sometime next year. So a very exciting uh, effort going on right there. We have both, you know, um, state and federal opportunity zones. And so we're trying to make sure that uh, those, uh, those programs are really out there, helping us to sell the city, helping us to market, helping us to recruit new business investment and of course create jobs. So we have those things that are happen happening programmatic wise, but also from a project end, uh, we have some exciting projects going on. Okay. Now, of course, we will, we're very excited about our first um, brewery coming to the city of East Point. Um, this will be the um, Atlanta Utility Works um, by Culture South. Uh, Atlanta Utility Works is a historic site right there on R. Martin Street that's going through a, a complete overhaul restoration. Um, this brewery, brewery, of course, will contain and consist of a manufacturing plant, uh, retail outlet, event space, tap room, um, and of course, you know, to have a, a garden to where, you know, school kids can be brought there for training as well and, and getting some educational exposure in terms of how uh, this process is actually uh, uh, implemented and, and how it takes place. So we're very excited about that. Of course, you know, we're just a stone's throw away from the uh, Microsoft project, which is out at uh, um, South Media Industrial Park, right. uh, which is right next to where we are right now. That will be, of course, a 250,000 square feet data center that will create really 50 well-paying jobs. So we're very excited about that project. And then of course, just moving a little bit closer in towards uh, town, we have the Wood Springs Suite Hotel, a 110 room hotel that will consist of about 104 um, parking spaces. We'll have some conference meeting space. Uh, and of course, it's just on the inside of 285. And it really further adds to the fabric of the hospitality uh, makeup that we have here in the city of East Point. So we're very, very excited about that, those projects. And we have some other projects too, you know, that, yeah. uh, that are in the pipeline. Now, I, I understand that your role has uh, even expanded since the last time that we talked, mm -hmm. you know, dealing with um, hospitality and meetings and things of that nature. What, is your, what are your additional responsibilities with the city of East Point? Well, you know, we, um, uh, we have two uh, development authorities. Uh, one is our downtown development authority, and of course, the other is our um, East Point Business and Industrial Development Authority. Yeah. Consists of a lot of meetings, obviously, you know, around the clock. Um, um, there are a number of boards that you are involved with, um, not only just those two, but um, the other things, obviously, you know, I just mentioned the urban ag program uh, that, we, uh, that we have going on, uh, obviously the Brownsville initiative that we have going on. These are uh, constantly ongoing meetings that we're involved with uh, that really keeps me busy along with just uh, attending and, and being up on various conferences that you have to attend and be aware of and up on as you go through this whole economic development um, field. Right, okay. Well, um, it seems as though that you have, you have so many different roles. You have 
of course, your business roles mm -hmm. professionally, mm -hmm. but then you have a lot of personal things, personal pursuits that you're you're involved in. You know, you're a you're a black belt. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, and I was surprised, you know, you, you teach, yeah, you yeah. know, um, you are a, um, I would say, you know, a, a fantastic artist. Um, just recently, um, the ATL district, um, had a, um, an event, their 20 year anniversary. And I, I see that your art is featured on the front cover <laughs> of, of, of their, of their magazine, which is awesome. You, you've done some great artwork and everything. Tell me, you know, um, when you think about your career uh -huh. and where you've come, mm -hmm. if you had some advice for your 18-year-old self, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what advice would you tell your 18-year-old self now to, what direction would you tell your 8-year-old self to go in? I would say um, focus on what you enjoy. Mm -hmm. If you have a passion, uh, I would say do that. Now, it's not that your passion at the time has to be the main source in which you derive your income. Right. Uh, but if, if you have a love for something uh, and you enjoy doing it and it's fulfilling, then focus and, and continue to do that. At some point, you might say, look, this is what I want to do full time. This is how I want to make my living. Mm -hmm. But until that time, um, do what it takes to um, uh, make an honest living, uh, a decent living. Uh, if you have kids like I do, you know, you want to make sure that they uh, uh, that that they're educated, you know. Right. So you have to make sure that you prepare for that as well. So it's all about, uh, you know, balance in terms of how you approach your career and, and, and how you spend your time, uh, which is important to me. OK. Yeah. Well, um, out of all of your extracurricular activities, mm -hmm. what is your most favorite extracurricular activity that you're involved in? Um, I, art. I mean, that, art. that was, you know, and, and of course, you know, I, I like working out. I run. Of course, you just mentioned, um, alluded to, um, uh, you know, I, I do martial arts as well, teach martial arts. Um, I like going to symphonies, concerts. Um, I'm, I'm a, an avid uh, arts festival, arts gallery type of guy. So, you know, I get invitations to go to art mm -hmm. events uh, quite often. And I try and make as many of those as I can. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, I love creating it. And so when I have those free moments, that's, that's what I'm doing. Whether it is just brainstorming or reading or looking at other folks' work in terms of what they're doing, uh, I get inspiration from that. Okay. Uh, because, you know, I just think that um, uh, ideas are generated from everything that you have an opportunity to view. And, and of course, you know, as I'm working, uh, as I'm meeting, um, you never know what I might walk away with today visually from this experience that I might somehow incorporate in a future work of mine. Okay. Yeah. You seem to be a creator. You like creating things and seeing things through. Um, how long have you been with the city of East Point now? Uh, almost eight years. February okay. will be eight, eight years. years. Okay. Uh -huh. What does the city of East Point look like in the next 50 years to you? With all the work that you've put into it, all the things that's going on, what will it look like in 50 years? I think in 50 years we'll have a, a wonderfully balanced ecosystem where we have an enhanced 
uh, quality of living, uh, second to none. Uh, I think health will be um, a major factor where everyone has access to health care, everyone lives with a, a healthy foundation. Uh, we'll have communities, safe walking streets, uh, parks, recreation facilities. Uh, I think that we're in an era where as you know, we, we are concerned about the planet uh, with respect to um, uh, climate and we are concerned with the quality of our water. I mean, we are concerned with the environment in which we live. So I envision a healthy uh, environment uh, where people uh, are living uh, amongst themselves uh, in a very harmonious um, ecosystem type of um, makeup. And, and I think that uh, when you have those components that bring us all here together in the, in the metro Atlanta area, um, and of course in, in East Point, uh, my city, uh, I think that you know those things are paramount in terms of what resonates in people's minds. Okay. In your professional life, what is the biggest challenge right now that you're facing um, in trying to continue to develop the city of East Point? I think, you know, it's always a challenge is perception. Uh, you know, um, um, we are always challenged with what and how uh, we are viewed. And I think sometimes you, you have to really be patient uh, while steadily working to impact the kind of change that you want. And I think, you know, with respect to business investment opportunities, the jobs that we've been able to create over the years, um, I think that, you know, we are poised. Like, for example, we're right next, uh, across the street from Camp Creek Marketplace. Um, we had uh, a grand opening just yesterday and of Cadence Bank, for example. And the, the impact and contributions of that banking facility amongst the others that we have out there, I think is going to be enormous uh, for the city of East Point. So it's those type of things uh, where we're, we're, we're doing a lot to change the landscape, uh, but not just about you know, bringing business into the city, it's, it's bringing uh, quality um, opportunities for our citizens uh, to obtain, achieve their goals that they want to see in their lives. And by having those options um, with respect to having the ability to get a good job, I think provides that opportunity. Okay. How long have you been in economic development now? Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I've been officially, um, well, I started back in the mid uh, 1980s, uh, but I was, I, was, um, I was a computer artist. And so I worked with economic developers like myself, like yourself, in terms of just putting together programs like uh, a slide presentation. Mm -hmm. And I often got to sit in with the uh, uh, project manager and the client in terms of putting that information together, just initially forming and formulating mm -hmm. um, a meeting presentation uh, to be presented at a future time. And from that point, it just evolved into me getting into economic development. So it's been a, a nice marriage for me, mm -hmm. uh, being able to bridge economic development, my passion for art, uh, in a harmonious kind of uh, um, coexistence. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what piece of advice would you give someone that was starting out in economic development? Um, I think that you have to have a love for service. Uh, I think that you have to enjoy um, 
the opportunity to bring about change, changing uh, people's lives based on opportunities that, that you would have come into the city that they might have a chance to go after. But I also think that you have to have uh, love for just talking with folk, mm -hmm. meeting with folk. You gotta have some personality. You gotta be amped up every day, whether you want to or not, to say, hey, look, you know, I wanna talk with you. I wanna help you resolve your issues. I wanna help, I wanna walk with you uh, together in terms of uh, achieving your goals as a business investor. Uh, you know, the, the challenge with businesses is that, you know, when people see um, things coming up out the ground, uh, it's important uh, to remind the public uh, it didn't happen overnight. Uh, it may have taken weeks, months, years for that, that, that visual, mm -hmm. that reality to take place. Right. And with that, then you have to know that, look, there's some time to be spent. You have to invest time into that effort because, again, it doesn't happen at the snap of a finger. And so I think that, again, you have to have a love for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You have to enjoy serving and helping others. And then, of course, you have to enjoy really just meeting and talking with folks. Okay. For our Southside Show guests, and I didn't do this earlier, mm -hmm. but of course you and I, we know the, de the definition. Mm -hmm. What does an economic development person do or director do? Yeah, so, so my day-to-day -day is to market and promote uh, the city of East Point to recruit uh, business investment, create jobs, grow our tax base, um, and of course, you know, enhance the quality of living for all of our citizens and businesses. So again, you know, uh, I work with setting policy program initiatives, um, incentive designs for things that we want to carry out uh, in the future, but also again, you know, just constantly meeting with um, uh, businesses, uh, brokers, developers, consultants, um, um, ED agencies, um, um, business owners that are going to really be part of our network of, of getting the job done. I always say, mm -hmm. no one does it by him or herself. It takes a team. Right. And when you have a team that's working together um, in unison, then you know, that team becomes the engine that drives the train. And, and that's what I like to think about, you know, the team that we have in place there in the city of East Point. Yeah. So what is, what do you think is the most, the strongest personality trait that a person needs being in economic development? Um, I think that you have to be a, a person who believes in follow-up, 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 follow-up as a, as a trait that you mm -hmm. are, are guided by because, you know, the, the companies are going to call you, of course, but if you say you're gonna get back with them within a 24-hour period, stick with it, live by it. And you need to make sure that that is a trait that you stand by because I think at the end of the day, um, that gets you a lot of, of distance down the road. The fact that you're you say what you're gonna do and you follow up, the action is the thing that matters. You can say it, but if you don't act on it, you know, it's not gonna get you anywhere. Right. As you know, I'm from Southeast Georgia, mm -hmm. and there aren't a whole lot of economic development people that look like myself. Mm -hmm. So I didn't necessarily have a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, did you have a mentor coming up in economic development? Yeah, I think that I, uh, I, can, I can think of uh, a couple. Um, um, you know, I used to have a great buddy of mine that I, I worked with at Fulton County, 
the late Bob Simmons, Robert Simmons, he was a great mentor. He, mm -hmm. um, you know, it took me under his arms and showed me a lot of the ropes that he'd learned uh, earlier on. Um, another um, a great buddy of mine, um, uh, Franklin O'Neill, uh, late Franklin O'Neill was a, a great mentor. Uh, and then, of course, most recently, um, um, when I was in DeKalb County, uh, my mentor there was uh, Maria Mullins. Okay. And uh, she was a great mentor of mine who um, I reflect on some of the things that we did often mm -hmm. uh, in terms of growing a lot of the business opportunities and investment uh, results that we had uh, when we worked together. Okay. Um, I guess it was about nine months ago to a year you had this uh, art show Mm -hmm. And I was there for most of it, and then I had to leave at the very end. Uh -huh. Things were just getting cranked up. <laughs> but you told you told a really a fantastic story of how you started out with artwork and your yeah. mother and yeah. everything. Could yeah. you please? Yeah, sure. So um, you know, I I do a lot of mixed media art, mm -hmm. and I work with dirt amongst uh, an array of other things. Dirt. Yeah, dirt. D i r t. Dirt. dirt. Yeah, just okay. plain, right. plain old dirt that you dig up from your backyard, and you <laughs> right. want to do something with it. Okay. So when I was growing up, when I discovered that I had a liking for just drawing, and I'm talking just basic stick figures, I couldn't draw. You know, first up through up until that point, I simply couldn't draw. And so I, when I discovered that I could draw. I was sitting on my desk in, in the fourth grade and the teacher said, hey, look, you got three things you can do. You can put your head on your desk and go to sleep. You can do your homework or you can read a book. Well, I decided I didn't want to do either one of those. Uh -huh. I picked, I took out my, my book and I just said I wanted to, said to myself, I wanted to doodle or at least try and sketch because I just had that feeling. And just like magic, you know, I started drawing and I couldn't believe it. It's like my hand was doing it, but I wasn't in control. And so, um, I, I had this, this grave interest and desire to do that. And so I started drawing up on all of my notebook paper. Okay. And then that, that you know, sped over to my two brothers, one older, one younger, and I started drawing up on all of their notebook paper. And so back in those <laughs> days, you can only get a ream of 100 sheets. Right. And so we split it three ways. So we had about a third each, you know. And so I would draw up all the mines. I would draw <laughs> forget about the homework. I was right. just drawing because I was so excited. Well, uh, the end the end short of that story is that my mother found out what was going on, and she, she would scold at me all the time until... I couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't draw on that because I didn't have the resources. Right. But what I did have was this vast yard, this back, I mean, front and back, nothing but dirt. And I just, I went out, I looked out one day and I picked up a stick and I just started drawing on the ground. And I drew on every space you could possibly imagine. On the that, ground. On the ground. And so that went from my parents' <laughs> yards to my grandparents' yards to <laughs> relatives' yard. I was just drawing all the time. And so years later. About how old were you? I was, um, I, I was like nine, ten, okay. just, you know, just that because that's when I really discovered that I had this liking because I felt that I had a little talent and I wanted to use it. And so I started drawing and to this day, I now incorporate that into a lot of my work, such as the piece that you're looking at. That is dirt and acrylic on canvas. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. I remember seeing this in your, uh, at your art show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, because I didn't have the resources, that was, the ground was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have come a long ways. I've, you know, I've seen some of your pieces. I've seen, some, um, I guess, how much some of your pieces have sold for. It's just amazing 
a you know some doodling in the dirt yeah and yeah. what it could actually Literally. lead to yeah you know, yeah like I said, over time yeah um well what what is your most proud piece that you've mm. done now i like this one particular piece it was uh, -huh. uh it looks like a, a guy that was, I guess, shooting basketball, and he started yeah. out shooting in a crate. And, and, then and actually, that's in that book. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you flip to page 11, I think, 11 or 10, uh, I think it's back the other way. Uh, and I, there, oh, it there it is, it right is. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just, uh, so, I mean, that, that to me is just like, uh, I, that's my that's my that's your favorite. Yeah. That's, yeah. Now, what is your favorite piece? Oh man, I, you know I have many, uh, Arnie. I have absolute many. The, the covers, obviously, um, uh, one of my favorites. Um, mm -hmm. I was just commissioned to do a piece for the city uh, of, of Jonesboro. That's a favorite of mine as well. Um, but I have many. Uh, it, it, it's 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 you know, because I've done so much of this mm -hmm. stuff. It's it's. Uh, uh, it's hard to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you got so many. Now, if I, had, if I had them all on the wall, like in the show, then I could probably look at one and say, hey, that's my favorite piece, you know, whatever. But, uh, uh, but I, I have several. Right. I have several. Okay. Well, um, are you a reader? Yes, 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 yes. I do read. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is, your, what is your favorite book? Uh, I, you know, I just finished reading this, uh, this book called The Color of Law. Okay. You know, and uh, uh, that was, you know, you, you read that and it's... it's I've uh, just received that book also as a gift. From, oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, haven't, I haven't opened it up yet. But. I got you. So it just talks about, well, I won't, I, I won't, you know, yeah, I'll let yeah. you read it, but, <laughs> uh, uh, but it just talks about, you know, the, the trials and, and, and how things were uh, like unequal and, and how we why we are where we are basically it kind of gives you reference points and and defines you know because we're in 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 the state that we're in based on some of the uh obviously economic development challenges too yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely i yeah. mean that's one thing that i look at in the communities that i work in is that they're in a certain condition because certain things happen. Yeah. But to be able yeah. to fix the problem, most yeah. times you have to figure out where it came from. Absolutely. And yeah. that book, like I said, absolutely. Um, it yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, you'll you'll it's a it's a great read. Great, yeah. great, great. Well, is there anything else that you would like to uh, to share with us? You know, I just like to say this is a a, a, a proud moment. I love the opportunity to come out and and talk about uh, the city of East Point. Uh, we have great leadership, um, you know, we, we have great things that are going on. Uh, we work very, very closely with um, uh, citizens. I was at just last night the Jefferson Park Neighborhood Association okay. uh, board meeting and they, we had all of our, uh, they had the city manager, a couple of our um, uh, council members, uh, the mayor, uh, all of our directors. And, and they had members of uh, that association as well as their board members. And it was just a great chance for the city to address some of the questions that they had um, and to um, bring about some enlightenment. And so uh, that was a beautiful thing because it was great to see that they were uh, deeply uh, focused and rooted into where we're going, uh, what we're doing, and together, how we're going to get there? And so um, we had some great, we had great, great conversation without a doubt. Great. So, all right. Well, um, before we we leave, um, where can individuals get in contact with you at? And then yeah. also, where can they see your art? 
Oh, okay, great. So um, you can get in contact with me uh, by, through our website, which is uh, eastpointcity.org, um, economic development. Um, just go to that particular department. has everything about uh, our programs, initiatives, mm -hmm. uh, staff. You can find us there uh, with respect to our contact numbers. And I want you to find me if you want to do some business. So right. you know, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I want to make it an easy find as, as much as possible. <laughs> right. And then your artwork. Yeah, so um, uh, artbymaceo.com uh, is the okay. website under construction, modifying it based on, you know, uh, the show that I did earlier this year. And so in the, in the process of um, um, really updating uh, and enhancing uh, some of the things that, uh, that I got out there. All right. Yeah. Well, man, Maceo, appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming out and visiting uh, with us here on the South Side Show. We appreciate what you're doing on the South Side. You're doing some great things. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Artie. And hey, look, man, I'm watching you. I know you're down there in South Fulton, so yeah. you're doing some great things, too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> kudos just, to you. Yeah, just trying to keep up with you. Oh. <laughs> with each other, right? All right. All right. Thank you. And it's a wrap, folks. My time is up. I'm Artie Jones, your host of the Southside Show, bringing you the latest and the greatest that the Southside has to offer. And if you don't remember anything else from this episode, please remember this. Don't, don't sleep, sleep on, on the, the Southside. Side. Take care.